Welcome in to Lockdown Blackhawks for Thursday, May 14th, 2020. Jay Zawoski with you here. Lockdown Blackhawks is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. And this episode of Lockdown Blackhawks is brought to you by Built Bar. Just had another of the chocolate mint this morning. Absolutely delicious. Remember, with promo code LOCKDOWN, you get $10 off your first box of Built Bars at BuiltBar.com. Believe it or not, lots to get to on today's podcast. But first, I want to tell you how to get in touch with the show. Voicemail, 708-653-0572. The email is LockedOnBlackhawks at gmail.com. Twitter, at LO underscore Blackhawks. You can follow my personal account, at jayzawaski670. And my other Hawks podcast, the Madhouse podcast, at Madhouse Pod. So again, lots of stuff to get into here. Earlier this week, Pat Boyle and my our buddy Charlie Romeliotis and Slavko Bekovic at the Blackhawks Talk podcast were discussing what could be happening in the Blackhawks front office. Instead of paraphrasing for Pat Boyle, it's his report, it's his story, I'm going to share the audio with you. Also, Bill Daly has spoken about a potential return to hockey. Gary Bettman has spoken on a potential return to hockey. I'm going to share those comments with you as well. But first, what has Pat Boyle heard about the search for president in the Blackhawks organization? This audio, courtesy of the Blackhawks Talk podcast. Make sure you download it. Make sure you support those guys. They do great work over at NBC Sports Chicago. Pat Boyle, take it away. The Blackhawks front office. Uh, it's been now two weeks since they released John McDonough as president. And, you know, from what I'm hearing, they're in an internal evaluation mode right now. And it's been going on for, for a couple of weeks. And Danny Wirtz, who else already had a, you know, a solid picture of where the franchise was at, he's now examining it, it closer. And he's looking at every facet of the organization. So meetings are taking place uh, in, in groups. They're being conducted individually. And so while this internal evaluation is ongoing, it sounds to me like the current hockey ops group, led by Stan Bowman, is going to handle the upcoming NHL draft whenever that draft is. And I don't believe a new president will be named over the next three months and could stay like this for up to six months. But again, I say this and preface it with, we saw how the McDonough decision came down. Things changed over a five or six week period there after Rocky gave the front office an endorsement, including uh, McDonough. So when this decision is made, expect things to happen very rapidly but but as of now what i'm hearing expect the current hockey ops group led by stan to handle the upcoming draft and that no new president is named over the next few months and maybe up to six months so there's a lot to unpack there great stuff from pat boyle great scoop from pat boyle he is plugged in Absolutely, when it comes to the Blackhawks. Again, that courtesy of the Blackhawks Talk podcast. Make sure you subscribe to that one. Give it a listen. Always good stuff with those guys. And, of course, our close personal friend, Charlie Romeliotis, is on that podcast every single time. So, initial reaction, I'm going to think that there's probably some disappointment in you hearing that. But when you think about it logically, we still don't know when the NHL draft is going to be. 
We heard maybe as early as June, but that has sort of lost some steam. We'll address that a little bit later in the podcast as well. Gary Bettman seems to think they're going to try to have some semblance of a season this year, but it's not like the preparation for the draft happens when the season ends. They're preparing for the draft all year round. That includes Stan Bowman and his scouts and everybody in the organization that handles the draft. So it's perfectly logical for them to let that crew handle the draft and say what you want about Sam Bowman. I know some people think his draft history sucks. The problem is a lot of his draft picks have been really good players in other cities. Nonetheless, they've been some pretty decent picks. And yes, he's had some flops here and there too, as is every GM. As I've said over the last few weeks since the John McDonough firing, I'm wondering what it will look like when Stan Bowman actually gets to make the calls at the top. We talked about John McDonough interfering a little bit over recent years. We know about the Al McIsaac dynamic where ideas would have to go through Al to get to John before Stan could do them. Hopefully, with McDonough out of the picture, that's removed and Stan doesn't have to do that anymore. Because, look, back in 2015, we all thought Stan Bowman lost his mind. Mm, Maybe he didn't really lose his mind. Maybe he had some interference. I don't know. I'm not saying it absolutely happened, but it wouldn't surprise me. The other thing, the president search. Three months up to six months? Fine. Take your time. Hire the right person. And when the right person is hired, let them decide who is in charge of the roster who is in charge of drafting, who is in charge of scouting. That's who I want making that decision, not Danny Wirtz, not Rocky Wirtz. Whoever gets that job as the president of hockey operations, as we all sort of believe it's going to go, that's who should be making the call. And maybe they're in charge of the first draft when the time comes. Six months from now puts us in November, which isn't really ideal because that's pretty much when the Stanley Cup or when the, when the NHL season is already underway. You'd think you'd want to have someone in place by the first game. However, if the season's delayed, chances are the start of next season will be delayed as well. So we'll see. I don't mind them taking their time on this. I don't mind them doing their due diligence, calling around. And the fact that everyone in the organization is being evaluated, that's a good thing. Now, Danny Wirtz is the one doing the evaluation. I don't know how great of a hockey mind Danny Wirtz is, but so far he's doing things correctly, right? Looking at all the options, looking at all the candidates, looking at everyone in the organization, top to bottom. That's what I want this regime that's in place now, basically Danny and Rocky. That's how I want them handling this. That's how I want them pursuing their new president of hockey operations or organizational president, whatever you want to call it, do your due diligence, talk to everybody, talk to people around the league, find the best and the brightest and hopefully the youngest and really start rebuilding this thing the way it needs to be done. And maybe when I say rebuild, I don't mean blow the team. I just mean rebuild the organization, rebuild the front office. I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad they're taking their time though. Uh, So some interesting stuff from Pat Boyle. And uh, I would not expect, based on Pat's report, for anything to happen soon as it regards the Blackhawks president job. Hey, by the way, you heard me leave the show talking about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar 
ever. And I know I've said that a few times, but I'm telling you, this is a product I truly enjoy. They are tasty, just like a candy bar. Do you like candy bars? Yeah? Okay, good. You're going to like Built Bars. Comes in 16 amazing flavors, 8 are chocolate nut, 8 are chocolate nut free. Every bar is covered in 100% chocolate. I'm a big texture guy. The texture of things matters to me. I love the texture of Built Bar. Soft, easy to chew. My daughter, she's nine. She loves them. She eats them like they're candy bars, but they're great for the health conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. I told you about the mint brownie that I had this morning. 15 grams of protein, 110 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. And again, that's with 100% chocolate on every bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. You're listening to Lockdown Blackhawks. We are part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for tuning in. Appreciate it. I know you've got a lot of options out there with your podcast listenership. That's, I guess that's a word, right? Yeah, it is. Thanks for choosing Lockdown Blackhawks. Greatly appreciate it. Little reminder, a brand new episode of the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast came out Monday night. Obviously, it still stands up. Is not a lot of Hawks news has broken since then, so make sure you check that out. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. And a little tip, if you're reviewing and rating a podcast, even if you don't listen on Apple Podcasts, I don't. I am a Pocket Cast guy, but iTunes sort of controls the way I, you know, the way podcasts are seen and rated. So if you're going to leave a review for one of your favorite podcasts, it really helps them out if you do it on Apple Podcasts. I know it's not the greatest app. It's sort of strangely bad <laughs> in a way. Like, I don't really like the way they organize things. But if you got a few minutes, take some time, leave a review for Lockdown Blackhawks, leave a review for the Madhouse Podcast, and any podcast you like, because those things go a long way. Those five-star reviews and those glowing reviews are very, very helpful. If you don't like the podcast, don't rate it two stars or one star. Just don't rate it. Because who does that help? Nobody, really. All right. So earlier this week, Pierre Lebrun of The Athletic caught up with Bill Daly. Who is Bill Daly, you ask? Well, you should know who Bill Daly is. But like me, who is stalling right now to get his exact title, uh, he I will tell you, he is the deputy commissioner and chief legal officer of the NHL working under Gary Bettman. You've seen him, bald guy, big guy, glasses sometimes. Yeah, that guy. He spoke with Pierre Lebrun about myriad topics, uh, mostly regarding the return of hockey. I'm going to read a little bit here, and I know that can be a little mundane, so I'm going to try to do my best to uh, make it not insufferable. So I took kind of the highlights here. So here's a quote from Bill Daly. Look, I think there's some optimism about returning to hockey. The trending is positive right now in most of our markets. We have businesses and economies opening up, and that's a good thing. Don't know yet what it means to us, but we're going in a positive direction. Okay. Just for reference, on Wednesday in Illinois, it was the highest number of fatalities tied to COVID-19 we've had so far. So just keep that in mind. Here's Bill Daly on the idea of a 24-team format gaining momentum. It's been mentioned by sources on both the team and player side to LeBron 
over the last seven to 10 days. But he asked Bill Daly if we should be careful in cementing that in our minds as a definite format. Quote, I'd be careful about cementing anything in your mind at this point. I think, you know, there's been a lot of discussion about a lot of different formats, a lot of different variations because we haven't made any decisions. That's why I'd be careful cementing any one scenario over any other right now. Pierre Lebrun says, here's his take. Some team executives prefer the 20-team format, number 7 versus number 10 and number 8 versus number 9, on each side before you get to the final 16. But the 24-team format seems to be the front runner right now, even if Daly is saying not to lock in any format yet. The obvious benefit of going with 24 teams is having more teams involved, but I also think the inclusion of 12th place clubs, Montreal and Chicago from each side, big original six markets, has obvious appeal. Pierre Lebrun says he spoke with one team executive Tuesday whose club is among the bottom seven teams in the overall standings, and his impression was that his team wasn't returning to play this season, which would indeed be the case if it's 24 teams and not 31 returning to finish the season. Bill Daly on a general target date to drop the puck. Is the NHL there yet with a specific return plan? Quote, I wouldn't go there. We haven't even moved into our contemplated phase two yet. So until we do that and from there, we have training camp. I think it's a little bit too early to be handicapping when we might be playing games. Certainly, I have a best case and worst case in my mind, but that's not something that needs to be shared publicly at this point. LeBron's take. Obviously, it makes sense that phase two is front and center right now, and I believe it was part of the big return to play committee's discussion Tuesday afternoon. Once again, phase two is the ending of quarantine for teams and players and allowing players in small groups to skate again at team facilities at some point over the next month. Daily confirmed Tuesday night. Phase two should begin. All right. On the logistics and protocol for player testing for COVID-19, once the season resumes, is there any bigger issue than that right now? Daly says, testing is huge. Huge issues in terms of our ability to return to play, and I think we've been consistent on that. We obviously will make decisions based on our medical experts and what they're telling us. We just have to be comfortable, ultimately, that what we're doing is the safest scenarios we can create for the players, clubs, staff, and general populace. Okay, so there's Bill Daly. Here's Gary Bettman. This was on... Wednesday. He appeared in a virtual town hall hosted by the San Jose Sharks for members of the team's business alliance. Bettman said that canceling the rest of the season and not awarding the cup is, quote, not something I'm even contemplating. Quote, I believe that if the right time comes and the right circumstances based on all of the options that we're considering and our ability to execute them, we'll get the season done. I don't want to sound Pollyanna, but canceling is too easy a solution that means you stop working hard to do all of the things that we're doing. I ultimately believe there will be an opportunity. States are reopening. Cities are reopening. And if we do the right things, I think we'll be able to finish the season. We'd like to bring a conclusion to this season. It's got to be fair. It's got to have integrity. And if we have to do it over the summer on some modified basis, then we'll do it on that basis. More on this on Lockdown Blackhawks in 60 seconds or less. You just heard quotes from Bill Daly and Gary Bettman here on Lockdown Blackhawks. And, you know, Gary Bettman used a phrase, Pollyanna. And when I hear Bill Daly speak, and when I hear Gary Bettman speak, I hear two different sort of tones. And I know that they were talking to different people. Uh, Bill Daly is talking to Pierre Lebrun, 
and Gary Bettman is speaking to the San Jose Sharks Alliance of People or whatever it is. So it's different, right? You're not going to have the same tone with the same people. And I know Gary Bettman needs to probably sell things a little more than Bill Daly does. But I don't know where I just don't see how this is going to work. I really don't. And I look, I want it to work. I want hockey to come back. There's nothing I would like more than for sports to return. Well, that's not true. I would like this a vaccine to come and life to get back to normal and then everyone be healthy and then sports to come back. But you know what I'm saying? Everything that my livelihood is based on revolves around sports. So I definitely want them back. But it's getting really hard for me to draw a map to a season. And think about this, okay? Let's say they do the 24-team format and the Blackhawks get in, okay? And they make some noise. Maybe they win a round. Oh, man, they're doing great. All of a sudden, you know, this time off has really rejuvenated guys. Maybe some hurt guys come back sooner than expected. Then, God forbid, Patrick Kane tests positive. Or Jonathan Taves or Corey Crawford test positive. It's an immediate two weeks where they're not available. Are you going to stop the playoffs? No. Are you going to let the other Blackhawks play? I don't know. That's the question. As soon as a guy tests positive, don't you throw this entire thing out the window? Do you ha- are you going to start again? put all this work in restarting the season mini training camp what maybe a couple exhibition games to make sure guys are ready to go whatever and then as soon as you get a positive test what happens let's say you know the hawks and the blues play in the in the playoffs and a guy on each team tests positive then what i i just don't see how this is going to happen and while sports are important and they're meaningful. And I know we talk about like, we deserve this. It's been hard on us and we need our sports back to be happy. I get the sentiment, but right now sports are not that important. They're really not. And we found ways to get through this. We're already three months into this. We're doing okay. I think for the most part, people are doing okay. There's a vocal minority that's getting impatient. They want to open everything up and just get back to normal. And that's fine. That's their problem. But I think the vast majority of people are doing what needs to be done. They're being safe. They're being smart. They're staying at home. They're doing their best to protect themselves and protect other people. Sports can wait. We can figure it out. But until there's a vaccine, I just don't see how it's going to work. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope they figure it out. And I hope it works out. And the day hockey or baseball or whatever comes back, I will be front and center like Homer Homer Simpson on the couch with the sports flag, eating my nachos, excited as anybody in the world. But just listen to what the doctors and scientists are saying here. It's just not feasible. And I I just don't know. Like, are you so again, you're going to go through this entire process, rebuild starts training camp preseason blah and as soon as a couple guys test positive you're just going to stop again or do you those teams play without them like they're injured players but if one guy tests positive 
chances are being on a bus, being on a plane, you know, even if you're in a host city, being in a hotel, whatever, someone else is going to get it. A number of people are going to get it. I just, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not an expert. But the doctors and experts I've heard from, and they're not exclusive to me, anyone that listens, here's what they're saying. I just don't see how it can happen. Baseball, maybe. Maybe. Because it's not a contact sport. But you've got guys sweating in hockey, spitting in hockey. It's a contact sport. You know, there's just so many ways to get infected on a hockey rink or on a basketball court or on a football field. Baseball, I can suspend disbelief long enough to believe they can figure something out. But with hockey and football and basketball, I just don't see it. And football's got some time. I get that. They've got until the late summer, early fall to figure things out. They can always delay the start of the season or figure some things out that way. But I just don't see how the NHL or NBA are going to come back. I just don't. You're going to start a Stanley Cup playoff that you might have to just stop again. What if, you know, an all-out infection happens where more than half the team gets it or more than half the team tests positive? Then what? Then how foolish does this all seem and look? Maybe you don't care. I don't know if I care, to be honest with you. Selfishly, I want sports back. But we've got to do the right thing here. We've got to be smart. We've got to be patient. It's It sucks. It really, really sucks. And this is hard on everybody. My daughter's turning 10 a week from Friday. Already saying this is going to be the worst birthday ever. It's supposed to be special and it's not. And I feel that as her dad, that I'm disappointing her. And I miss going to Wrigley Field. And I miss going to the United Center. And I miss watching playoff hockey. And I miss being irritated when the Cubs don't win. I miss it. I really do. But it just doesn't look good. And as optimistic as Gary Bettman and Bill Daly seem to be, Bettman a little more than Daly, there's just so many things to consider. There's so many things that can go wrong. And I think we all need to just sort of take a step back and realize it's just sports. If we have to wait for the fall for sports, we will live. It's going to be okay. We can get through this. I know it seems insane, but like I said earlier, we've got the highest number of fatalities in Illinois happened on Wednesday. Experts are saying that Illinois' peak will not come until mid-June. You've got Los Angeles shut down for another three months at least. This is not going away. As sick of it as we are, and as much as we would like to wish it away or pray it away or shoot our guns at it and make it go away, the virus doesn't care. It's not, a, it's not an enemy you can fight. The people that are fighting this enemy are the doctors and scientists working around the clock to try to find a treatment and try to find a vaccine. So let's respect those people. Let's respect those warriors who are putting their lives on the line and sacrificing their time with their families and their sleep and their mental health and all those things to get us through this. We can do it without sports. I hope they come back. I will be thrilled when they come back. I will throw the biggest one-man party you've ever seen. But right now, sports are not the most important thing. Not even close to it. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. I promise tomorrow's will be a little more uplifting, a little more fun. I didn't really intend for this podcast to go the way it did, but I just, I got to be realistic. I got to tell you how I feel. I think that's why some people listen to this podcast because they know they're going to hear how I feel about things and I'm not just going to do a cookie cutter podcast for you. Um, And, you know, maybe you disagree with me and that's fine. But just ask yourself this. Is a pandemic possible, right? In your mind, is it possible that Earth sustains a pandemic? Most people would answer yes. That's something that could definitely happen. Why is it not happening now? Despite all the evidence around you, why is it not happening right now? Why is this not something to take seriously? It's not political. It's a virus. It doesn't vote red or blue. It's wreaking havoc around the world, not just America. Let's stay home. Let's stay safe. Let's be healthy. Sports will be sports when it's time. But let's take care of ourselves and each other, more importantly, each other, during this hard time. All right, thank you so much for listening to Lockdown Blackhawks. We'll talk to you Friday. It's going to be a good show, going to be a fun show. Thanks for listening. Remember, now that this episode has ended, ask your smart speaker to listen to the latest episode of Locked on NHL. My name is Jay Zawoski. Lockdown Blackhawks is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.